Wake up. I got just the guys for you. I mean, they're real duds. Duds. Touchdown, Kansas City. I'll make coffee. You also make coffee. After the coffee contest, we'll start working. 106.5 The Wolves, Cody Allen. You better bring it. Oh, it's already been brought. Zeke Montana. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. How can you not be in a great mood listening to this? Boy, that escalated quickly. I like the morning show. It's alive! And now put your hands together for Cody and Zeke in the morning. Thank you. Let's give him a big round of applause. Thank you for the round of applause. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big round of applause because why? It's Friday. It is. I forgot about that. How could you forget? How can you forget? Weekend. Weekend. There you go. It is a Friday, y'all. Happy Red Friday going into uh, the big game this weekend. Uh, and, uh, uh, Producer Patrick, Patrick the producer, wore uh, shorts today, which is weird. I've never seen his legs, so it's weird. He wore shorts. Yeah, he today? wore like bird leg shorts. He's got the bird leg shorts going on. He's got the uh, he's got the chicken hawk legs. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> Why? I haven't seen him wear shorts. I'm just kidding. He's not wearing oh, shorts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, he's wearing uh, some uh, leggings. I think they call them right. Some leggings. <laughs> is that what they call yoga pants? Stretch pants. Yeah. That yeah. is odd. Weird. Well, at least he's got his red on. He does. All right, so uh, if you want a million dollars and the lottery's not working out so well for you, yeah. you can try this. Yeah. You can find a mermaid. So, yeah, chicken of the sea, you know, the uh, tuna people. Mm-hmm. What's the best tuna chicken of the sea? They are going to pay a uh, person a million bucks if uh, you can find a uh, scientific evidence of a mermaid. Now, I thought mermaids were like, you know, unicorns. They don't exist, right? That's what I yeah, imagine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I've watched a few movies. You know, that mm-hmm. one was Cher. I think it was called Mermaid. Cher? Was it Cher? I think it was, uh, wasn't... Uh, Maybe it wasn't Cher. Splash is what you're thinking of, oh, right? Splash. With uh, Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Daryl Hannah, yeah. And uh, Tom Hanks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cher had one, too. Oh, you know what that Cher was. Cher had one? It wasn't... Um, yeah. Yeah, Cher was had it? a it's mermaid called movie? Mermaids, and it was with that that girl who stole. What's that actress that stole everything all the time? Winona, no. Ryder. Winona, Winona Ryder. Yeah, it's called Mermaids. I never knew that. I'm gonna look that up, but I think I'm right on that. I remember sharing the Witches of Eastwick. What a great film. I know. <laughs> anyway, I remember that. That's an old one. Yeah, the Tuna Company. One million dollars a person that can provide scientific evidence that mermaids mermaids exist. Um, Why? Yeah. Why do they want to do that? Do they want? Because you know, because they know they're not going to have to spend a million dollars. You can, <laughs> you can package up those the tuna packages. You know, they have like yeah. the smoky flavor mm-hmm. or yeah. the teriyaki. Yeah, my do daughter want, loves like, those. Ter- I know those are great, great I, snacks. Do you want like teriyaki tuna, uh, uh, teriyaki mermaid? No, what no, do we- no. Uh, teriyaki uh, sake take. I you don't. Know? I don't like uh, tuna to be honest. I like ahi tuna, but I don't like the you know tuna packets, tuna well, cans. Apparently, you can enter through February if you think your chances are slim. There's some still good news here. You can send like a mermaid theme image or video for a chance to win 2500 So it's not a uh, million. Not a million, but, but hey. you could win $2,500. Use that. You could use that. Yeah. I just don't understand what they're asking for. A mermaid theme image or video. They must be doing some kind of campaign. You think? <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was brilliant. I, I, I don't know what was, it would be. 
They're not. That was brilliant. I, listen, they're not marketing mermaids. No. Okay, so no. you tell me what campaign this is. Well, they're 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 uh, you know their deal on the can is a mermaid, right? Yeah. So oh, I mean, okay. it's like you know that's what their deal is. That's their motto. Their their mascot. I didn't pay close enough attention yeah, to that. Sorry about you. <laughs> I uh, yeah. But now I do know I'm going to be on a mermaid hunt. Yeah. So well, that's pretty good. Is it mermaid season? If you're going to be on a mermaid hunt, is it mermaid? And do you do you uh, put yourself in like a um, like a blind, a mermaid blind to find them? Kind of like, you know, you do a duck, like a blind. duck blind? Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I've never hunted a mermaid. I'm going to have to look into that. Oh, I, I don't think you go into like a blind. I think you have to like suit up and hit the water, you know, hit you gotta, the open seas. Oh, got to do like uh, yeah. the scuba diving, huh? I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. All right. So now that we're on fantasy land, how about uh, <laughs> we, we take it a step further and talk okay. about this pastor who went straight to hell? Uh-oh. Is he a priest? Uh, let's see. He is a pastor. Okay, pastor. Okay. Like I said. Okay. And uh, he went, he, he died momentarily. He, they brought him back to life. Uh-oh. But he realized he wasn't going to heaven. He was Uh-oh. going straight to you know where. H-E double toothpicks. That's it. Yeah. And he said it was really awful. He wouldn't want it for anyone. But the worst thing about that place was the soundtrack that Uh-oh. they were, he was being serenaded by the choir. Uh-oh. And I'll tell you what songs that he heard while he was in hell coming up next. Wolf, Cody and Zeke, our uh, fan, our, the only Bengals fan in Kansas City, Troy from City. He's already talking. He's already talking he smut smack. Talking this, smack. Yeah, he's already say smut smack. He's talking <laughs> smut, smut and smack this morning. Hey, Troy, go fake an injury, will you? <laughs> you guys did the last time you were here. Fake an injury, kind of like this pastor. He faked dying and going to hell. Fake dying? Did he? I thought he died. <laughs> he probably okay. He did, but he said he went to hell. Now here you are, a pastor. Who would have thought, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you never know. I know a lot of pastors that probably shouldn't be in heaven. I'm just saying. Well, that, I mean. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Just saying. Uh, Gerald Johnson, he is from Michigan. He's a pastor, and he suffered a heart attack and died back in 2016. Kind of temporarily died, right? Yeah, they brought him back. Yep. He said he felt a spirit leaving his body, but instead of heading to heavenly glory, he found himself heading the other direction, straight to you know where. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not laughing. No. I'm laughing because of what he said was so bad. He said, you know what? He said, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. Why? Well, he said it's awful. He said he tells the story of seeing a man being burned alive while bound up in chains. It's hell. What do you expect? I mean, it's not supposed to be a happy place. He said, but (laughs) perhaps worse than that, being serenaded by a choir of demons... And it sounded something like this. Oh, no, not like uh, <laughs> not like a devil went down to Georgia. So what are the songs on Hell's Karaoke Machine? What is Well, it? this is, according to Pastor Johnson, this is what, this is what it is. I have to agree with him on this one. I can't stand this song. It drives me nuts every time I hear it. Rihanna, I knew she was oh. the devil. <laughs> yeah. Umbrella, huh? Umbrella. Now, <laughs> I don't understand. There's two songs. This is one of them, and oh. they're being sung by demons, he demons, said. So yeah. you'd have to picture this in a demon voice. Well, Rihanna's, Rihanna's voice kind of demonish, isn't it? Not really. He said it's the same music we hear on Earth, but opposed to entertainers singing it, demons were singing it. Uh-oh. This is the other one. God, if I had to listen to this all day long, I'd be I'd go crazy. Even if it was Bobby, Bobby McFerrin singing it, I don't know. Pastor Johnson also believes on Earth a lot of the lyrics and music are inspired by demons. People come into contact with demons who give them lyrics for the purpose of controlling people on Earth. So like this song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. 
damn it. <laughs> How could that be demonic? I don't know, but the demons gave him the lyrics to this one. Don't worry, be, be happy. happy. That sounds like a happy song. <laughs> sounds like a happy demon to me. Happy song. Anyway, um, he said that... <laughs> Uh, he did a lot of good as a pastor, so he really didn't understand why he was going, you know, down to hell. He said, but the one thing that he had an issue with was forgiving people. He uh, had a lot of unforgiveness in his heart. Yeah, me too. <laughs> toward people that have done him wrong. Yeah, even I, I don't even forgive people that do me right. I'm just unforgiving all, all around. I mean, I can hold a grudge. Oh, women can. I, I can. Women I, can know? hold a grudge. Guys, you know, most guys, you know, they'll... Fight, fight in the parking lot, then buy each other a beer. Women hold grudges. Uh, and they're rude. No, no, oh. yeah. Hold huh? a grudge. I hold a grudge. You're you a hold grudge a grudge? Holder? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Really? You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't, uh, you know, hug it out and say, let's go? No, yeah. Just like slow, bitter resentment. <laughs> for I, just a long time. Let so, us do. But I have a problem, though. I forget who I actually have a grudge against. Like, if I just don't talk to him, if I've held on to it that long, I just it doesn't become a grudge anymore. I'm just like, eh, who cares? So, so does that yeah. mean I've forgiven him? No. Why? If you I forget to, about no, it. No, if you forget about it, that's not forgiveness. That's forget, just you forget. No, it's forgot. You forgot, but you didn't forgive. <laughs> See, Patrick, now I'm 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 worried now. <laughs> Why is that? Because I'm gonna make him mad and he's gonna slowly just start writing stuff down and then Buddy. That's kind of the Irish Catholic way, though, is just it let, is. It, let it stew. Let it stew. Yeah, that's yeah. what I get Irish stew. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. But, Steve, see, I just, you know, I, I, I get mad at people, and then I'll, you know, I'll, eh, okay, forget about it. Yeah. You know, I, I forgive you. Yeah, forget about it. Forget about forget it. Forget about it. A lot of times they don't know they've made me mad. You know what I mean? And that's then you true. can't, you, you say, you're forgiving me for what? Well, you made me mad. Uh, what did I do? I didn't even, it didn't even bother me. Why is no it idea. that you don't tell people, like, if your close friends, if they've made you mad, you just go around holding on to that grudge? You don't like to talk it out with them? You know, there's been times, and you you and I have talked about this, that I've had friends that, you know, I think have done me wrong, but yeah. I didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I just think it's, uh, you know, maybe it's my deal to get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. I may be more forgiving than you are. Who would have thought that? Who would have thought that? Not not that many people took me off. I, I got to be honest, I'm pretty easy peasy over uh, here. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. Everything's good. After uh, hearing Rihanna and Bobby McFerrin in hell, I don't know that I want to hold a grudge They're anymore. not in hell. The demons are singing uh, yeah, there. No, the demons still. pick like the songs and yeah. just, you know, I don't know where they... Great, they came up with those songs, but then what are they going to do? Uh, you know, those are going to be the oldies. Are they the oldie station after, you know, the next 20 years? Probably whoops, I did it again. Is what it probably whoops, was. I did it whoops. again. Whoops. Whoops. Oh, my God. Isn't that what it is? No? No, I think it's like oops. Oops. Whoops. Uh, whoops, same I thing. did it again. It's one of those things. Yeah. You see, it's now Britney I'm mad Steers. at you. Now I'm mad at you guys for being well, mean to me. Forget or forgive. You choose, gonna, okay? I'm going to stew about it. <laughs> I'm going to go get some Irish stew myself. We'll be right back. In time to get weird. See, what had happened was... Well, you see, people do some really crazy things. Yeah, I just saw a picture of some really crazy guy. It's a weird one. We'll tell you all about it. Just be happy it's not. You. Well, yeah, this man who identifies himself as the black alien plans to get his penis split in half. Like... Split in half, like like the hot dog style half, or yeah. the other, or just well, if you split it in half, then you cut off, then you're cutting half of it off. It, you're, 
I mean, but like split. down the middle, so then I guess there would technically be two. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Not like, yeah, two peen eye. Peen eye? <laughs> Is that the right word? <laughs> two peens? Peen, penises. <laughs> yeah, two, two long peens. <laughs> This oh. guy has had so many body modifications. Can, can we put that up on uh, our, our morning show page or whatever? Just, yeah, throw it up on Facebook. Facebook. This, uh, and you got to see this guy. I, I can't believe he found a, you know, a, a doctor to do this to him. And you said he was a good-looking guy before. I didn't see the before the picture. The before but. picture. He's from Europe. I don't... He see, He speaks a different language. I'm not sure what he's, if he's French. I don't no, know. No, he speaks Klingon. <laughs> he looks like he does, yeah. It's weird. He's, but he's uh, a very... years old. Good-looking man that now has his uh, whole body pretty much tattooed. He got his nose cut off, ears cut off, lips cut off. There's a big hole in his chin. Um, had some fingers removed. Had some fingers removed. What? Yep. What does he eat? Well, I think it is that. I think he eats normal food. You think it'd be like blue liquid or something? You I don't think, know. Something. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, he had his teeth dyed purple and his eye, you know, his eyes tattooed. That's right. He, so. he, sure, he, he sure did. Oh, my God. But this, this is the grossest thing I've ever seen, really. Well, not the grossest, but it's just so weird. Just so weird. I mean, I'm here for it. I want to see more. I, You know, he has like 4 million views or more. I bet he does. On TikTok. I don't know. Anyway, he yeah. says he's only forty six percent of the way done with his body modifications too. So he has he has a lot more plans. So he's gonna web his feet or something. He's gonna yeah. like you know. I don't know what the next step could be. I mean, if you look at this guy, it's like his whole body is black and covered, mm-hmm. and like I don't know what else he could do. I guess maybe well, he split has, his penis in half. Ew. <laughs> why, why would you want to do that? He has implants I in his head know. and everything else that makes I him mean, look like an alien, and in his arm. Yeah. What what go what at what point do you go? You know. I think the next step is to go ahead and split the penis in half. Yeah. No, that is just weird. He it, said if people are curious, he might start an OnlyFans. Yeah, well, he needs to. I'm curious. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what they pay, wonder what alien money they pay him in with the OnlyFans. But I just think Drachmar? about this. What do you do next? He's only 30-something years old. What is he going to do for the rest of his life when he's sitting there? I, or maybe it's going to end up killing him. I mean, you know, I can't oh, it's imagine. It's got to end up killing him. Or if he this has, not, this I don't see how he him. can have children with a with a split peen. But <laughs> but if he had grandkids, grand, his grandkids wouldn't want to come up to him. He's terrifying. He is terrifying. Oh, okay. So yeah, we'll keep you posted. Okay, on that. yeah, and we'll post it. <laughs> and we'll post it. Uh, story number two here. Well, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's goops. Goop. I'm sorry. Goops. Goop. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Valentine's Day gift guide came out and it includes Kama Sutra napkins. What is that? $88 and they are napkins that feature erotic sex positions. Oh, I see. Oh, they're $88 for napkins? That's that's correct. Yeah, Be- Because mm-hmm. people need to see how to do it? Yeah, I guess so. There's also a 24 karat gold razor with matching gold stand that'll set you back $425. Okay. There's also her uh, This Smells Like My Vagina candle. <laughs> Which, That's... by the way, exploded in someone's house and Did it really? uh, she got sued over that one. Yeah. Uh, no. Vagina candle explosion. Yeah, then it smelled more like a fajita, I think. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sizz- I know it was sizzling there for a while. <laughs> 
There's also a fancy water-based lube that's $165 and tastes like sea salt and caramel. Or caramel. Oh, that sounds just disgusting. I can't. This is too much. Water-based. Now that we know what okay. rich people splurge on, All there you right. go. Yeah, what's wrong with a box of chocolates? Uh, honey, don't forget the uh, sea salt and caramel lube when you go to the store, okay? <laughs> you go to high right? get yourself some flowers. We're waiting back here. I'm going to light the candle. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to light the candle. I'll get the fajitas going. <laughs> I'm going to light the candle. You go get the lube. All right. Take care. It's about three and a half minutes of your life. You're never going to get back, and you are welcome. Wake up with Cody and Zeke in the morning on The Wolf. WDAFFM and HD1 Liberty. Now, right now. The top three things you need to know. All right, so the top three things you need to know, starting with story number one. <laughs> story number one. Well, these are kind of all Chiefs related, as they should be. Story number one, the Chiefs game is Sunday night. If you didn't know, it's at 5.30 p.m. That's uh, It is. And we've got uh, Dana Hughes on later today who's going to, you know, give us a little inside info. It's exactly right. 8.10, we'll talk to Dana. Story number two here. There's going to be a bunch of uh, Kansas City Chiefs-themed food at several restaurants. If you want to go to Harvey's at Union Station, they got the Big Red Burger, which is to honor Coach Reed. It's a juicy triple-decker burger with smoked cheddar, barbecue sauce, and an onion ring. And doesn't it have a red bun? Has a red bun. Uh, they, they make the bread looks red. Red bread. Bright red. Red bread. Red. Red bread. <laughs> yeah, there's also... That's interesting. Uh, Longboards has a Mahomes wrap. Okay. If you're into that, it's uh, a wrap with beef brisket, spicy chili, jalapeno peppers, flaming hot Cheetos, and special three-alarm ketchup. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's not for you. Nope. <laughs> and then there's also the Creed Humphrey special. Oh, I like Jack the Creed. Stack. Oh, a Jack Stack? It's in a high demand, and it's a big serving of ribs, burnt ends, wings, and sides, along with a commemorative glass from Boulevard Brewing. How much? Does that tie? Uh, it doesn't say. That was my next question, oh. too. I want to know how much that is. A hundred and how much? Uh, it doesn't yeah. say here, so that's we'll never a good sign. We'll have to dig into that. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, oh you, you have to bring the uh, Henny Ball, and they'll give you the, the stuff for the Henny oh, Ball. I apologize. I found it. It is okay. It's less than I thought. What? Oh. 60 bucks? No. Yeah. Oh. That, that's not bad. Like not per bad. meal? Well, yeah. Like, per, okay, so you're person. not feeding like a couple of people with that. Yeah. That's one person's oh, meal no, is sorry, 60, 60 bucks. bucks. And it feeds three to four, it says. Stop it. That's not a bad deal. That isn't a bad deal. Hello, Jack Stack. Kind of understanding why this is in demand now. There you go. Yeah. Okay, I know we're having a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's a good deal. And a Creed Humphrey glass. So, you know, that's okay. awesome. Pretty cool. Is that the top three? Oh, no. Story number three, uh, Quentin Lucas made another playoff bet with the mayor of Cincinnati. Skyline um, Chili versus uh, Barbecue? It's Yeah, he made the bet at Arthur Bryant's, but the mayor of Cincinnati has not placed up the bet yet. Mayor Quentin Lucas said he hopes it's not the Skyline Chili. Oh, yeah, because terrible. That's what they're going to give us. We might as well give them something dumpy uh, from Kansas yeah, City, you know? Yeah. Right, gonna, yeah, he's giving him really good food yeah. from Arthur Bryant's, and he's going to give us some spaghetti Dumpy chili. chili. Yeah. Some spaghetti chili. <laughs> that's basically what it is. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I like it, but that's of no surprise to anyone, probably. Uh, I'm going to give you a fourth story. This is just like brand new uh, breaking news. Breaking here, yeah. news? Ooh, okay. Uh, you're, not, story. you're not going to know who this is, but uh, college basketball broadcaster Billy Packer has died at the age of 82. That's a big deal. Billy Packer was a, I don't know was, who that was is. a great broadcaster, so... Yeah. 
I don't know who that is, but yeah. prayers go out to his family. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so and then I will say, do you remember the potato girl from what we talked about yesterday? Yes, love that girl. Okay, well, the uh, at Arrowhead, they are offering a uh, KC potato girl special. It's going to be a baked potato <laughs> topped with burn-ins, shredded cheese, butter, and chives. God, you that can sounds good. Get no it kidding. at uh, between sections 111 and sections 301. Can you I call Hy-Vee and see if they can make something like that yep, for us I real will. quick? I bet they can bring it in right now. Let's do it. Let's yeah. go. We can send Patrick to go get it. Yes. Right go, down the I'll street. We don't even need it. They'll deliver our, our groceries. <laughs> Come on, Hy-Vee. Bring it on. <laughs> uh, bring it on. Let's go. Got the Hy-Vee Plus. You got the Hy-Vee Plus card. They'll, they'll deliver for you. Absolutely free. Perfect. Searching Hy-Vee Plus card right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> Cody and Zeke taking a little trip to Nashville. Hark, hark. Nashville, Tennessee. Right here in Nashville. Music City. Have I got a story for you, and all I can say is, don't doubt me. Okay, <laughs> this must be a Kelsey Ballerini story. But we're going to do that last. We're going to do that story last. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anything. I'm just guessing. L. King's debut solo country album, Come Get Your Wife, is out today, by the way. Today, <laughs> I actually like the title. That could be my favorite album title Come ever. Come get your wife. Come get your wife. <laughs> uh, the project was co-produced by Elle and features 12 tracks, including her hit Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home with um, Land of Lambert. And uh, as well as her latest single, Worth a Shot, featuring Dirk Smetley. So that's out today if you want to download that or buy it or whatever the... How the hell you get your music? How about that? All right. <laughs> Perfect. Blake Shelton is filming this, his last season of The Voice, and he wants to take his red chair home with him. But he's pretty sure the show's not going to let him do that. He joked that uh, they might say he already took a lot of their money, so he should be happy with that. But he says the chair deserves a spot in his house because it helped build his home. Oh. But it did. Way to go. Way to go, Blake. The only, the only um, voice coach from the very beginning. Well, now he's done. Yeah, but I mean, he's been there every season. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Do not doubt me. Do not (laughs) doubt me. Oh, let's watch Zeke gloat for a second, everyone. Can we take a pause for the gloating that's about to happen? I'm going to gloat and I'm going to glow. Glow and gloat. And go. Kelsey Ballerini and her new uh, rumored boyfriend actor Chase Stokes were spotted out together in downtown Nashville on Tuesday. Okay. The two were uh, grabbing a bite to eat and listening to music at one of uh, Music City's well-known honky-tonks called Robert's Western World. The video of Kelsey and Chase shows them sitting across from each other and holding hands while they're talking. O-M-G. Do not doubt me. She moved on fast from Morgan Evans. Uh, she moved on. I think war's all done. <laughs> uh, there's your hashtag Nashville. Leave it here with la- I'm going to give you all the scoop. You know that. I'll all tell you. I'll scoop. tell you what's right, what's wrong. I told you at the beginning, this is their spire here. Well, now I will say we did call it. We called it whenever uh, Michael Ray and Carly Pierce were getting a divorce. Yeah. Way back then, yeah. we called it. Mm-hmm. Well, and you guys you guys didn't believe me when I said, hey, I think there's something going on here. You go, oh, no, no, it's not, no. But, I mean, you sounded just like that. <laughs> no, but, uh, it's happening. But uh, it is. It's happening, and it's happening fast. 
And there's your hashtag Nashville. A 106.5 The Wolf. I'm eight years old. You are <laughs> wild as fur on The Wolf. You are seriously. I thought I heard something. He, he does that. Did you hear that? I'm like, I'm not saying what, because I know what you're about to do. He, and he waited for me to say what. Waited. Until I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then just pushed one out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be careful pushing those out. I know, right? I, I am the king of this. <laughs> I've been doing this all my life. <laughs> oh, that's just fantastic. That's so fun. And I get to stay in this small little room with you. Thank God it doesn't smell. Well, we definitely need to I mean, wait a minute. It does. It smells like roses. No. Yeah. yeah right. That's what it smells right. like. Roses. Dead ones. <laughs> Nasty. Anyway, <laughs> 7 o'clock sound off time, and we want to hear from you because, well, we've probably all been accused of this if we have kids of our own, and Patrick, I know you don't, that you know of, so maybe take notes, okay? Okay, taking all notes. Right. Things parents swore they would never do, but they do it anyway. What's something you swore you would never do, but then you wouldn't did it anyway when you had kids? I don't know. I was trying to think. I'm like, I've got three. What did I swear I would never do, but yet I've done it anyway? Locked them in a cargo container. No. I didn't do that. I didn't swear. I, I didn't swear, swear I wouldn't, I wouldn't do, do that. that either, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know that I ever swore I wouldn't do something and I did it anyway. Oh, well, this is a good one. And maybe this will help, you know, give us a little leap here. Uh-huh. I swore I'd never have one of those kids, the ones having a tantrum in the grocery store because uh. you wouldn't buy them Twizzlers or a toy. So naive. Well, I don't think anyone expects to have that kind of a child. I think I could go with this one. I swore I would never have that. Mm -hmm. And I did. You did? Oh, I did. My first one. Mm -hmm. She threw a big old temper tantrum mm -hmm. one time in like a price chopper or a Walmart. I don't know. I was grocery shopping. What about, did you ever have a time like when you yell at your parents in high school and you're like, when I have kids, they're never going to have a curfew? No. I never had a curfew no. in really? high school. Yeah, I mean, I did, mm -hmm. but I never... Or college. Mm -mm. But I, going back, though, I do remember seeing other parents with their children, and I learned this from other very genius mothers, to just let them have their temper tantrum. I sat there with my arms crossed like this by the cart while she threw herself on the floor, and I'm like, you look like an idiot. Mm. And the parents would come by and go, we know how you feel. Yeah, it's okay. I had a uh, psychology teacher in college that... Uh, we were talking about this very thing. And mm -hmm. he goes, my kids, if they have a tantrum in a store or wherever, I carry a, like a, like a baby bottle, you know, like a milk bottle, like mm -hmm. a baby. Only I put water in it and I take the top off and I pour it over their head and they stand there with dripping wet and they, they never throw a tantrum again. Did that work? It did. So and you actually did that? You had a, you I never poured a bottle of water over your he child's did. head? I, I didn't. I mean, but he I goes, they, they stand there, they, they're they absolutely mortified, they, they're humiliated, they don't throw a tantrum. Oh, anymore. that's good. A psychologist told you to humiliate your kids in public when they're little? He humiliated me with my F he gave me. <laughs> I was totally humiliated. <laughs> that's kind of like having a, a spray bottle for your dog or yep, something. Exactly. Now, yeah. I, did, exactly now I do have a spray a bottle for my kids. I did have one. Well, that's <laughs> the same, that was, it's the same thing. No, I didn't dump water on them, and I only used it when they were fighting, because they were acting like feral animals, so I just <laughs> sprayed them in the face uh -huh. real 
real quick so they can relax. Relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you? Two or nine one three nine three three one zero six five. Text in. Call. Tell us. Tell us what you swore you'd never do as a parent, but yet you do. It's Cody and Zeke with the 7 o'clock sound off. What's something uh, you swore you would never do as parents, but yet did it anyway? I swore that I would raise my kids on good music. We would be listening to classic rock and country and all that good stuff. No nursery rhymes, none of that like bubbly stuff. (laughs) And I failed miserably. And I'm four kids in, and I've had various nursery rhymes in all my playlists for about 10 years. What's your favorite nursery rhyme? Oh, God. Baby shark do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Baby shark do-do-do-do-do-do. I'm having flashbacks like Nom here when you guys start spinning that. Come on now. That's funny. That's funny. Well, hey, thanks for calling. We appreciate you. Y'all take care now. Feel sorry for him. I do, too. That would be miserable. I never did the whole nursery rhyme stuff in the car. I didn't do any of that. We didn't do it in the car, but my kids watch the Barneys. You know, the Barneys were the big thing when my kids were little. Mine was Dora the Explorer and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said uh, something I swore I'd never do is get a minivan. (laughs) I've got a minivan. Okay, but minivans are kind of cool now. We've taken a minivan. No, I'm telling you, just hear hear me out. Hear me out. So we took a minivan a couple different times on vacation. You're deranged. They are... They've got a lot of like bells and whistles on I'm these not things. Not saying they don't have bells and whistles, but it's a minivan. You can strip it down. It's a minivan. Yeah. I don't care. It's cool oh, and yeah, it drives they, well. There's some cool minivans. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> there's some cool but, minivans. What do you like do? You, do you drive them around, Patrick, around the school zones? It's kind of no. That's a white conversion out. van. That's a whole different thing. That's a whole different deal. Don't worry it? about what I do in my free time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not worried. I'm just asking. Here's the candy you asked me to pick up that's for you right. earlier. <laughs> This is funny too. Somebody said I, I would, I swore I would never do their homework, but I do just to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like their homework yeah. for them. It's like we got to eat dinner. Come on, let's get this done. Uh, there's a lot of good ones on here. Uh, somebody said, do you think the spray bottle would still work when my teenagers fight? Probably. I mean, yeah, it does. You can you do a little squirt bottle because it kind of stuns them for a second. Or an air horn. Listen, we underestimate the air horn, guys. Come on, parents. I do like air up. horns, yeah. Get an air horn. Get some spray bottles. When the teenagers fight, that's how you got to sometimes all but throw in your body in between them. That's what you got to do. Somebody said I would swore I would never have my kids go get me a drink like a beer. <laughs> a beer with you. Jennifer, okay. that was our friend Jennifer. Yeah, She's that's funny. funny. Spend a fortune on competitive sports. Yeah, that's a if your kid but if you're but if your kid is is, you know, good yeah. and I mean not necessarily just good, but I mean, you know, they like to play, why not? Yeah. You know. Well, I gotta tell you, I spend a fortune on baseball. I know you do. And they want more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, you do. You remember that phase you went it. through where you wanted to be a dancer? You remember that? Me? With the high heels and the boas and stuff? No. No? I never had that phase. <laughs> never once even crossed my mind. Sure I saw you dance yeah, once no, see, someplace I know, one time. I really, I know my limits. Now, if I was, you know, coordinated enough uh-huh. to dance and it was all, and it looked good, but I can't even take a sock off without falling over so no never my dream take a sock off i can't i know listen i know my limitations i'm not here to lie to y'all i can't even take a sock off i'll tell you what somebody else said i swear i would never lick my finger and wipe my kid's face off when they had something on it my mother used to do that to me and i hated it but now do it to my kids and my grandkids yeah my mom used to do that to me 
My mom never did. She did. She'd lick, yeah, she she'd lick her fingers and after just, you know, finishing a cigarette. That was always pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Not my mom. She was like, ew, gross kid. Get away from me. She'd just leave it on there. <laughs> you're a, you're a called, sticky mess. It's called Go a crusty kid. There you go. <laughs> crusty kid. Get out of my face. <laughs> All right. Keep these coming. 913-933-1065. Cody and Zeke with the 7 o'clock sound off talking about things parents said swore they would never do with their kids, but now they do. And earlier, someone mentioned getting a minivan. Of course, everyone here chuckled except me. I'm like, you know, the minivan is a little underrated because now they make them and they're kind of cool. Mm-hmm. They have all the bells and Not whistles. Cool. Never cool. And <laughs> somebody on the text line does agree with me. They said, listen, I love my minivan. It's so comfy. The doors open with a button. I never have to walk around the van to open the kids door so much room and better gas mileage mm-hmm. and yeah, you keep trying to talk yourself into it there go ahead i think i'm gonna have to get me a van uh-huh. i'm gonna get me a minivan something i did swear i'd never do but looking into that <laughs> all right another one <laughs> this is this didn't come from me but it might as well have let's kids wear dirty clothes sometimes i don't give a mm-hmm. you know what yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somebody somebody said, I swore I would never cave to the ice cream man. Every time the ice cream man came around, they got ice cream. Then my husband became the ice cream man. <laughs> oh, I'm your ice cream man. All right, Natalie, what's something you swore you never do, but now you find yourself doing with your own kids? My mom had these things growing up that drove me up a wall, and I swore I would never use them. And I do now. Like what? Give us one. So she would get mad at us. And whenever we were, you know, getting reprimanded, she wanted us to respond so that she knew we were listening to her, right? So you just say, okay. And she goes, no, it's not okay. That was not, I'm responding to you. Do you want me to answer you or do you want me to just not say anything? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be miserable. So do you do that now? Oh, yeah. I did it with my son like two days ago and was like, oh, no. It's happening. You're turning into your mother. Mm-hmm. Love her dearly. It's not a bad thing. That's awesome. Well, hey, thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Somebody else on the text line mentioned getting like the crusties and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Out of their kids' eyes. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. But you do. What, what does this mean? I would never let my kids watch Coco Melon. Is that a voice to text thing or is there something called Coco Melon? I've I don't never know. Let my never. Kids watch I've never, uh, I've never I watched Coco Melon. Nev- I've never heard of Coco Melon, hmm. unless that's a. <laughs> that was... Maybe we're not supposed to say that. Coco uh, Melon is a kids show. Yeah, oh, okay. it's code for it's something. A, uh, okay, it's a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Is it inappropriate? It has to be inappropriate. It's like no, it's animated, so it's oh. uh, okay. yeah, interesting. Hmm. It's British. Of course it is, yes. Cocoa melon, yeah. Cocoa melon. Hello. Here's my cocoa melon. Here's my spotted dick. Which would you like? The cocoa melon or the spotted dick? The first thing that comes up is people often ask, why is cocoa melon so disturbing? Oh, okay. (laughs) Apparently there's like lots of fast camera movements and lots of effects and they think it's too stimulating for some children. Somebody else said Coco Melon is absolute trash. Now we gotta watch it. I don't know anything about this thing. I I found something out today. Yeah. Hmm. It's British, yes. It's like Faulty Towers, yes.
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody said about the going back to the minivan. I swore I'd never have one, but now I do. It's amazing for this stage of my life. Uh-huh. What makes it better is it has a sticker on the back of it that says, Kids up in this beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's kind of funny, that really. That is great. All right, coming up at 7.50. Did I forget to mention at 7.50 what we have? Uh, you did. OMG. You're going to want to stick around for this because in like eight minutes, we're going to give you a chance to win some Brooks and Dunn tickets. And then they go on sale to everybody at 10 a.m. this morning. So get them still before you can buy them. That's All right. you have to do is be caller 16 when we tell you to call. And that's coming up at 7.50. Brooks and Dunn tickets up for grabs right here on The Wolf. It's Cody and Zeke with the 7 o'clock sound off. Things that you swore you never do as a parent, but found yourself doing anyway. Lots of awesome answers here on the text line, but somebody texted in about Coco Melon. Coco Melon. And uh, apparently that made us sound old because we have older kids, as you can tell. We didn't know what Coco Melon is. Well, Patrick, you don't even have kids, so I can see why you looked it up. It's probably a good thing I didn't know what it is. Yeah. Coco Melon, it said, somebody said it's the catchiest kids' songs. They'll be stuck in your head for days. <laughs> I work with pre-K-aged kids, and it's uh, in repeat all the time. <laughs> Did you see that there is a show on, I want to say, Peacock or Netflix? I haven't. I have not watched it yet, but it kind of brings out the dirty side of, like, these, like, like, Barney, remember? I love you. You the love- dirty side of Barney. Well, because people were giving him threats. Remember when the d- fall of Barney happened and people were threatening his life Why and stuff? Why were they doing that again? I can't remember. It is on Peacock. It's the documentary is called "I Love You, You Hate Me." That's it. I oh, love you. You okay. hate me. And there's it's just it's that one. And there's some other things. It was just weird, but. Uh, the voice of Barney, it was the man, you know, behind the Barney uh-huh. voice, uh-huh. telling his side of the story. I'm not really sure what happened with Barney and why that all kind of trickled down, but something to do with, I, did they think he was an inappropriate dinosaur or something? It says the documentary, it's a series, I guess, and it dives into the deep subculture of Barney haters who formed a community that revolted against his message of kindness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... When, you know, it came out that his voice and Darth Vader's voice were the same person. <laughs> now, that would did, be strange. People, people got all mad about yeah. it. That, it was James Earl Jones, and he then he went into hiding, and it was a really weird thing. It's another series there. <laughs> but, yeah, apparently, Cody, like you said, there were death threats sent to the cast and crew. Barney became a, a big target for hate. I don't remember this at all. I don't remember it either. My I kids probably were grown barely, by that time. or Just barely. Uh, whatever yeah. I every and I think I saw every episode of Barney when my kids were you know little but it seemed like they were all great you know I mean mm-hmm. every episode dealt with some kind of be kind be nice you know help other people that's what it was meant for that was I the mean, message why and somebody then it got, have to ruin stuff because huh? that was the, that was the first when things started getting twisted I think that was the first little uh twisting of things that were supposed to be intent the tent was to be good and helpful okay. and yeah. kind and spread the message of love. Well, somebody on the text line says, don't hate on uh, Coco Melon. My daughter knew songs, colors, and shapes by the time she was 18 months old. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. Well, there you go then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even know all my shapes. That's true, you don't. 
Or watch, my name. I should watch some Coco Melon. <laughs> I can figure out who I work Coco with. Coco Melon. Yeah. <laughs> Try to do it without that old pipe in your mouth, yeah, would you? Yeah. I'm going to be Coco Melon Head for uh, Thanksgiving or for uh, Halloween. Coco Melon Head? I don't so, think it's Melon Head. Sounds terrifying, doesn't it? Coco Melon Head? Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is uh, about a minute past now. So Uh-oh, thanks to sorry. Zeke's story, you know, now we're late. My story? It is not a story. I'm just making funny comments. I'm blaming and, you for and us farting. being late. That's all okay. I'm doing over here. All right. <laughs> you want to go see Brooks and Dunn? If you do, well, come and get these tickets right now. 913-933-1065. Caller 16 gets a pair of Brooks and Dunn tickets. Good Cody luck. and Zeke on this very important Red Friday. Chiefs taking on the Bengals. And for all you Bengals fans that are in town now, thank you for listening to The Wolf. We appreciate you. You are the smart Bengals fans. We really appreciate you. Call them smartens. You. They're smartens. They're the smartens. They have good taste in music. <laughs> Bad taste in football teams, right. though, right? And they get here just in time because uh, this weekend, and apparently uh, they're opening tiger season here in uh, the metro area. Never have really done that too much before, mm-hmm. but it's a new thing. Yeah. So there you go. Danan is on with us. And Danan, we've got some stuff to talk about now. Yes, we do. Um, so this, so guys, this is one of the most difficult weeks that I've had in a while because um, usually, you know, like I'm a big trash talker. I mean, obviously, you guys, <laughs> you guys trash talk for a living too. So right, right, the same boat. And you ever get to that point? I don't know if you're like me, but you get to the point, especially in competition, where it's not, it's it's time not to talk. Like it's like the talking is over. So like, I feel like this is the time. So I've had a really, I've struggled this week because my job is to talk. Right. And like, I'm already beyond that. So I had my hard hat on yesterday. I had my lunch pail with me, uh, did my show on players only. And like, I feel like, like, okay, the talk is over. And I felt like that like Tuesday. Because after you heard the burrow head and you saw the video, I retweeted it and I just said, okay. Like, okay, like see? I got, I got, it's I like the calm before the storm is what's happening right exactly. now. It's like, it's exactly. like all right, I, we're done talking. So, let's put it into yeah. action. So, yes. so Dane, put, let's, let's look at this from the standpoint of a player. Put your player helmet back on. What, are the, what goes through their mind this week? Is it any different than any other getting ready for a football game? So what goes through their mind is, okay. So that's how we're playing it. Ah. That's what we're doing. Okay, that's they're, that's almost. They're that. what we call pissed. <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, you have a, you, I, I know you guys, whether in regular life and business, like you've gotten to that point where it's like, I got no more, nothing more to say. Like I just got to go do this, or yeah. you got to deliver on this, and like whether it's like with your kids or whatever else, like there's always something that comes up that's like, mm, all right now, like, like I got nothing else for you. <laughs> like, right. I got nothing else for you right now. And I, and that's the struggle because as a player in that locker room, as you mentioned, like you just walk around and you look like you're still having fun. You still enjoy your job. But when it comes to a laser focus, like that's what it looks like. And I remember times in the locker room and it was kind of uniform. So we would warm up before the games and you go out and you do your routine and you'd have your, some guys had their superstitions and everything like that. And you'd come back in the locker room before the announcements and before the national anthem. 
and you'd sit there. Some guys would be reading a newspaper. Some guys play cards, very relaxed and chill. And then the uh, strength coach would come in and say, five minutes, and the place would turn dark. Like you would see, like you would literally see people go from the, the, the card game and the, the laughing and getting ready to like a dark haze over their face. Like now it's time for business. And with that five minute call. And wow. that's kind of that's kind of the mindset right now. But unfortunately, it's not five minutes before kickoff. It's been like 72 plus hours since yeah. we've heard this stuff and all the trash talk. So that's where I think the, hopefully guys don't peak before the game that they can keep their their levels, <laughs> their levels <laughs> even, because right. I, I feel like this is going to be one of the more emotional games that these guys will ever play. And just going back to the last time we played Cincinnati, I got, we were talking about this, and you can help me out. Didn't we have a lot of things that were kind of against us, the the faking of the injury, which could have you know, been helpful for us at that time. Yeah, they I mean, would have got the penalty on the field. Yeah, we've absolutely. got, we've got uh, the missed field goals or the extra points. Yeah. I mean, didn't we have a lot of things that if we just had that, we could have won. Yeah. So we missed a 55 yard field goal. We had that, that incident in the uh, red zone where we did not get a touchdown. Um, and then we had the Travis Kelsey fumble. So right. what's been kind of co a common denominator in our three matchups against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals team is that they made a play when we didn't or we made a mistake and they didn't. If you go back to the AFC Championship last year, Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions. One was in overtime when they were able to kick a field goal and win the game. Last This last matchup, early December, Travis Kelsey has that fumble while we're driving the field to basically seal the game. Um, so those are the situations that have come upon us, and you've got to give them credit. They made the plays when we didn't, but I feel like this time is going to be different. We're going to make the plays. Uh, I have another name. I have an alter ego guy named Nostradanen. You guys, <laughs> you guys ever it. met that guy? Uh, not yet. <laughs> so uh, let me introduce you to him because he, he has predicted that there will be a special teams turnover. Uh, we will cause one on kickoff return or punt return. Uh, we will also cause two other turnovers by our defense. And we will win the game 33 to 24. I love it. I love, well, and I, I've heard of Nostradanen, never met him, but he's never been wrong. So I like that. Yes. Yeah. He's a, he's a special human. He's a special <laughs> superhuman. I love it. And by, Mitch Holtz has popped into my office yesterday and he said, well, he said, I think Kansas City might be the only team in the NFL that ever had the Buffalo Bills rooting for Kansas City. <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> right. All of Buffalo rooting for Kansas City. How do you do that? Well, you play Cincinnati. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How quickly things change, right? No yeah, kidding. Absolutely. All right, so you heard the predictions from Danon. It's going to be a good game, and then we're going to check in with you next week. Danon, thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Of course, we got to say go Chiefs. And what else we got to say, Danon? Hit somebody in the mouth. Hit somebody yeah. in the mouth. Yeah, that's all you got to do. <laughs> all right, go Chiefs. See ya. <laughs> it's Cody and Zeke on a fry. Yay. Fry yay. You know why else you're going to be saying yay? Why? Uh, because at 8.50, Zach Bryan tickets up for grabs. Okay. Mm -hmm, Zach mm -hmm. Bryan's going to be here for uh, T-Mobile Center, the very last uh, date of his tour on August 30th. That's right.
So if you want tickets, be listening around 8.50 for those. But now it's time to get weird. See, what had happened was... People do some pretty crazy things, and we are here for it. All trending, all true. Just be happy it's not. Oh, sorry. Uh, Well, two crooks were caught on a surveillance video breaking into a gas station in Washington, pulling an ATM out of the store with their Jeep Cherokee. Wow. Yeah, they reportedly, uh, (laughs) they were trying to uh, back into the machine to break it open to get the cash. And the video of them is just them repeatedly reversing into the ATM, driving forward. Oh, my gosh. Reversing back into the ATM, driving forward. And they did this for five minutes. After realizing that they weren't going to be able to break it open, the two abandoned the ATM next to a gas pump and drove away. <laughs> the Jeep, which had been stolen earlier that morning, was found abandoned in the woods. <laughs> Wild. Okay. And the suspects are still at large. Still at large. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Didn't even get any money on all that effort. Still at large. Yeah, you should know how to break into an ATM, I think, if you're going to try to steal one. Have a plan. Yeah. You know, have would, a plan. Yeah, I would absolutely. I'd, I'd certainly Google it and find out how to do it. <laughs> you know. It's worth a goog. Or worth a goog, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, let, don't be like me and be unprepared. That's right. You're unprepared. <laughs> all the time. Oh, that big nice story here. honking nose of yours. I had, don't have a honking nose. You do it's have a, a honking nose. nose. It's I do not. No, that thing's like a duck nose. You it's got a not. nose like a duck. I actually have a very small you a, nose. You got a big honker you, on there. That would offend me if it were true. <laughs> but it's not. Do ducks have noses? Yeah. Okay. They're terrible. <laughs> They're terrible. Do terrible ducks noses. have noses? <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. One duck. You know what happened? One duck had his nose like shortened and everything. And he couldn't pay for it, so they just put it on his bill. I see that you did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a dad joke. It's a dad joke, and he goes, what kind of nose do you want? He goes, a duck nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I had a million of them. I, I don't give a duck. Come on. Oh, no. That's right. All right. Duck off. Did you say buck or duck? Duck. duck. Oh, duck. Duck off. Duck, yeah. duck, goose. Duck Let's nose. go. Go ahead. Ducking, moving on. <laughs> Please. The uh, post office in Green Bay, Wisconsin, notified police chief Chris Davis that he had a package they were holding addressed to him which was found to have three grams of fentanyl, <laughs> 0.7 grams of cocaine, and a letter inside. Oh, is nice. that a lot? Is that a lot? It's, you know, it's, it's a fair amount. It's not a lot, it, a lot. Is mm. that, uh, do you think that's to resell or just to use himself? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question because the police haven't revealed what the letter said. Uh, but Chief Davis did issue a statement saying that it was the first time anyone had tried to send him drugs and is reminding people that they can properly dispose of unwanted drugs or medications by using the drug drop box in our lobby. Or just flushing it down the toilet, right? <laughs> they say you're not yeah. supposed to do that. I don't really. I'm I'm sure I'm flushed worse down the toilet, trust me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. I think they just want them in the drop box for, you That's know. Right. You know. We also have the- a drop box outside the radio station. We do. You can drop anything <laughs> in it if you'd like. <laughs> whatever you please want, whatever. do. And please do. Your wallets, we purses. encourage it. Yeah. Encourage it all. <laughs> <laughs> Was that it? That's it. Oh, there you go. Three and a half minutes of your life. I don't know. You're never going to get back. No. You're welcome. <laughs> Cody and Zeke on 106.5. The Wolf.